Now, G21 says, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Well, what, what, what does that mean? You, you, you need to never forget how much God loves you. You know, the, the devil is the accuser of the brethren. And he's the one that puts the stumbling blocks in our way and causes us to stumble and make mistakes. And then he turns right around and tries to tell you how wicked you are and how pitiful you are and how that God could never love you. But we're, we're to keep ourselves in the love of God. Amen. You got to remind you, he, he, oh, how he loves you and me. There's a good song written, and there's not enough songs written like that because religion wants to say unless you're just nearly perfect, then he doesn't love you. But that's not how it is. Amen. The better you are, the better off you're going to be because you will reap what you sow. And in, in the new birth, because of his great love wherewith he loved us, he, he has endued us. Uh, he lives inside of us. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. And he gives us the ability uh, to overcome every situation and to be more than conquerors. Amen. And to bring our bodies under subjection. Amen. And to truly present our bodies living sacrifices unto the Lord. Amen. But when we miss it, he still loves us. Amen. Hallelujah. My children all made, uh, you know, really good grades in school. But if they ever made a, a, a bad mark, I wouldn't have disowned them. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, and, and you don't throw them out if they do something wrong or forget to do something. Teenagers forget to do stuff. I don't know if you've never been around teenagers, you might not know that. But they forget more than, than, uh, than uh, it's amazing sometimes. Uh, how many times you can remind somebody something and they still forget. The Amplified says, guard and keep yourselves. So guard yourselves in the love of God. So, you know, you, you just got to know that God loves me. Amen. God's for me. I, I, I can do all things. I'm going to be all right. If I get a bad report, I'm going to guard myself in love. I'm not going to get down and get all bent out if, if, if I have a bad day. You know, I'm still going to keep believing the promises of God. Amen. Hallelujah. So that's a, that's a good point right there. To keep yourselves in the love of God. Amen. Now turn with me to Matthew. And uh, we'll, we'll just dig a little bit deeper. And we've, we've talked a little bit about relationships and, and the home. And, and uh, uh, you know, the... the Greek language, which our New Testament comes from, is way more complex than English. And, and uh, so we might have one word for love that means three or four different things. It actually means a whole lot more than that. But the Greek language has different words for each one of those things. Like there's uh, phileo love, which is mutual benefit love, friendship, like best friends. Amen. You like the same things I like. We, we talk sports, or we go fishing, or we go golfing, and, and we're good friends. You, you scratch my back and I scratch yours. You know, there's a mutual benefit to it. And agape, which is, you know, the God kind of love, it means unconditional, undeserved love, the kind of love that God loves us with. And then there's eros love, which is uh, 
the word erotic comes out of that. That's romantic love, that you that you fall in love with somebody of the opposite sex, and, and you know God's plan is for you to you know marry and 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 that's where that's where the world gets populated. That's the way God ordained it. Praise God. So we'll just say it the way the word says it. Other stuff happens, but we're just gonna. This is a free country. We prayed about that. We had a great prayer time tonight. Amen. And and uh, 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 I exhorted a little bit. And uh, but the Bible says strong meat belongs to those who are of full age, and we got to be reminded ourselves. Amen. Some things. So we do more than pray a little bit. There's a little, there there was a little bit of exhortation there that was strong about you know you, you got to lay hold of your healing for yourself, and you'll have you know Misty and I were were well we really weren't praying. I was praying, and I was just praying in tongues, and. Uh, then I got some uh, some utterance that I needed to speak out, and and you know the Lord told us, me and her, to be to watch our words, even more so right now because it's a it's a crucial time, and and what we say is going to come to pass. It's a positive thing, not a negative thing, because we're doing our very best to speak po- positively. Amen. But we got an exhortation to really, and then to go ahead and and and. Uh, uh, be be bold about it. Amen. You know, why ask for a bologna sandwich when you could have a steak? Amen. Basically. If it if it if it if it's all the same to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Amen. Uh you got Matthew five forty three. So we're going to go uh, a little bit deeper here. There's there's uh, some depth to this love thing. Now Jesus is teaching here. He said, you've heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who despite, who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven, for he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and unjust. So, you know, it's easy to love people when everybody's just good and being kind back to you. But this says we've got to love the ugly people, the people who act ugly. Amen. Uh, the people who don't know any better, and and then and then sometimes we, you know, when you're growing in the things of God and you're becoming mature, there ought to be it ought to take more and more to trigger you. you your self control ought to grow, amen. But you're going to encounter some people who don't have self control, and you're going to have some people encounter people who are just controlled by the devil, and and will just mess with you, amen. And and I I've I've had it. I mean I've had you know uh, just kept me on my knees because I knew what the Bible said. I've got to love them. And I was wanting to hurt them. You know? And, and you know, in my opinion, they deserve to be hurt. You know? And it's just exactly what they needed. Then they'd maybe learn that you don't act that way. But uh, I couldn't do that. I had to love. Uh, but I say to you, love your enemies. And, you know, the, the devil's our enemy. And, I mean, you know, we're not, we're not teaming up with him. But he influences people, 
and they become our enemies sometimes. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use and persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. Amen. We'll jump to verse 46. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? For do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brethren only, uh, what do you uh, more than others? Do not even the tax collectors do so? Therefore you shall, uh, you shall be perfect or complete or mature just as your Father is in heaven. So we're to love everybody. The Amplified of verse 48 says, You therefore must be perfect, growing into complete maturity of goodness in mind and character, having reached the proper height of virtue and integrity as your heavenly Father is perfect or complete. So it's a process that we're to grow in. You can't be the Hatfields and McCoys. McCoys, you can't be wanting to cuss your neighbor all the time. You can't be wanting to cuss the postman all the time. You can't, you know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you can't go to wrestling and want to cuss the bad guys. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And jump in the ring and hit them with a the brick. You just can't do it. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. You got to love your enemies. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and, you know, some people didn't know that, but that's part of being a Christian. And it's something that we grow into. Growing into complete maturity of uh, godliness and mind and character having reached the proper height of virtue and integrity. It takes maturity to love people and forgive and just not get so upset about everything. Amen. Just not get so upset about everything. It'll all be all right. God's a big God. This world's been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years, and people have been enduring, enduring every kind of hardship for hundreds and hundreds of years. Amen. Hallelujah. How would you, know, how would you like it if, if we lived back in the... Uh, uh, 1800s and we were on a wagon train trying to go out west and Indians were attacking you. Amen. And and uh, all you got, you know, is a covered wagon. You don't have your air-conditioned car. Amen. You don't have your nice warm bed to sleep in. You sleep under the stars. Amen. And then the Indians are hooting and howling at night. Amen. People survived that. People actually even thrived in that. You know, we got it made, amen, and, and we just got to be thankful, and Lord, help us to be kind. Now, uh, and, and, and not throw a fit, uh, you know, and, and have road rage. I, uh, one, one, uh, one year, a couple years ago, when I was still driving the van for uh, KCA, I was going to stop at the bank drive-in bank on my way back to Camelville. And I, I, I gave myself plenty of time. You know, it don't take that long usually to go through the drive-in bank. So I was giving myself plenty of time because I knew exactly how long it took to get to the school. I knew when I was passing such and such of, of a place or property, I knew how, how many minutes I was out because I did that for four or five years. Maybe more, maybe longer than that. So I mean, I knew, I knew where I was at, and, and uh, if I ever did get late, I could, cause I didn't want to be late, cause the kids would worry and the teachers would worry. I could call them and say I'm so many minutes out, and I was pretty much exactly accurate, unless some kind of wreck or something happened. So I had plenty of time. There was one car in the drive-in, the one on the first national 
on uh, uh, Marksville Street. And uh, there was one car at the window. There was a Toyota Camry behind that. And I pulled in. I was the third one. And, uh, but I still figured I had time and I needed to make a good deposit. And uh, so whatever was going on, the car in front was taking a long time. And it was a long time. And I'm thinking, you know, this is going to stretch me a little bit. But I know, I know my territory and I know where I can make up ground. And, and uh, I'm still going to get there on time. Well, the lady in front of me, she was in a bigger hurry than I was. And I could see she was fussing and fuming. And, and uh, so all of a sudden, I seen, uh, you know, uh, heard she started up the car. I had the window rolled down. It was warm weather. Heard she started up the car. And boom, she pulled it down and reversed and never even looked behind her. And she, you know, she practically squalled the tires to back up. She's going to back up and, and, and go on. Well, her lack of self-control cost her. Because I hollered, oh, no, and tried to hit the horn and stuff. But it's too late. She done, she done banged me. And, you know, tore, ripped the bumper and, and everything. And, and uh, she apologized and apologized. But wouldn't it have been better just to have self-control? And, and what that cost now? Now, yesterday I had to uh, give blood, uh, get, uh, get a blood test get some blood tests at, at uh, Glasgow, and Dylan had a ball game down around Nashville, so I was going to meet Tiff and r ride on down there with her. I thought I, I gave myself 45 minutes. I mean, it don't ta how long does it take to draw a little blood? And uh, I was, I, you know, I finally got back in there, and, and then I realized there's three or four ahead of me, and I told Tiff I was going to meet her at 4.30, and so I know from Glasgow to Bowling Green's, you know, 35, 37 minutes, and I done got inside of that, and I, I just texted Misty and said, I'm just, I'm going to have to walk out of here. Maybe we can do this tomorrow in Columbia, and, and uh, I just walked out, you know, but I didn't say anything, you know, I didn't stop by on the way desk. This is ridiculous, and I just come, and I brought and showed the papers to Misty. She said, you can just take those to Columbia, and they'll take care of that for you in the morning, and they did, and it took, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Uh, but, uh, you know, people get hateful and fussing and, 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 uh, understanding right now in restaurants did, I saw a report today, how many jobs there are available in, it was from Taylor County, but I mean, you know, Amazon needs two or 300 people right now. Other companies, Parker, Kalon and about all of them need about 50. You know, so, I mean, I don't know what the total was, six, 700 jobs that, that they need people right now. Well, restaurants have a hard time right now. And, and so being mean to people working in a restaurant ain't going to help you. And, I mean, I know we deserve to be treated right and all that kind of stuff or whatever argument you can come up with. But let's just be patient and kind. Amen to the ones who deserve it. And to the ones who don't. Amen. First John 4 and 7. Glory to God. This is just Christianity. They'll know we're Christians by our love. Amen. Beloved. First John 4 and 7. Beloved. Let us love one another. For love is of God. 
And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this, the love of God was manifested toward us, that God sent His only begotten Son into the world that we might live through Him. And this is love, not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Praise God. Hallelujah. So th there ought to be, a, there ought to be a, a, a different spirit in the house of God. Amen. Towards your brothers and sisters. Amen. We ought to have one another, uh, one another's back. Amen. And this is agape love. This is the kind of love that God loves us with. I know some of y'all are nearly perfect, but have you always deserved God's love every time? No, but he loves us anyway. And so it's a process. You've got to learn, and that's what this word is. It's instruction in righteousness, reproof, correction. And that's good, amen? If he doesn't correct us, then he doesn't love us. But see, this is why the devil don't want you to read your Bible. Because see, when you read this stuff, you know, over and over, you ought to, ought to have a habit of reading the New Testament. You ought to have a habit of reading the epistles. Amen. I read the epistles way more than I read the four gospels. Uh, you know, about two or three times more. Hallelujah. Because I'll go through it all a couple times a year. And uh, sometimes I do the gospel, maybe one time through I'll do the gospels at least every year. But I'm doing these epistles from Acts on. Sometimes I do Revelation. I do Revelation once or twice a year. Uh, but uh, sometimes I skip it, you know, because that's not my thing. But these epistles, that's where we live. Amen? Let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. So if you don't love people, we need to, I, you know, I ain't wanting to judge you or nothing, but, if you know, if you're hating on everybody, something's not according to Scripture. Amen? I'll say this, I, and, you know, I know they've got their ways of twisting it, but people who are racist, like the KKK, for instance, who say that the whites are a supreme race and all all this other nonsense, so they're, they, they try to say that they're not even people, which is just as ridiculous as, as it can be. I mean, we're all created in the image of God. We've got different colors on our outside, but we're all the same on the inside. And, and some of those some of those groups are claimed to be religious, and, and that's exactly what it is. It's religion if you hate other people. Amen. And, and uh, we ought to love everybody, and we all go back to Adam and Eve. Amen. And, and if we go far enough back, we're all related, and it's, that's just ridiculous. Amen. It's lack of knowledge. Prejudice is lack of knowledge. Prejudice of any kind is lack of knowledge. Uh, you know, I've had relatives in the past that uh, just, uh, uh, you know, uh, didn't know better than to say the N-word. And, and, but that was because that's the way they were brought up and they didn't think nothing of it. And, and I corrected them. You know I did. Amen. And I told them that's not right and I find that offensive. And I know you don't mean nothing by it, but it means something to me. And you'd do well. And, and, and what if you, you know, said that in Walmart without realizing it and somebody was there and embarrassed them? 
Well, you know, and, that, and they wouldn't hurt nobody's feelings for the world. You know, uh, but uh, we're growing. Amen and understanding. Praise God. Hallelujah. First uh, John 2 and 9. He who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. He who loves his brother abides in the light and there is no cause uh, for stumbling in him. Amen. So if, if you let bitterness and frustration turn into hatred, you know, you got to nip that stuff like Barney Fife. You just got to nip it in the book. People are going to get on your nerves. Amen. <laughs> Some people are good at it, you know, and, and they're just uh, annoying. Amen. But you got to learn and train yourself to not let that bother you. Amen. And, you know, uh, you can cut off the blessings of God. Amen. And I've learned this as a minister. I, I can't have the blessings of God cut off. And, and I got to think, watch how I think about other ministers and, and watch what I say because I don't agree with everything every minister on TV says. Amen. Or every minister on the radio says because there's, there's so many. I, I said it during prayer. I'll say it again because I think it sounded pretty good. I think it was the Holy Ghost. Right now we have so many different flavors of Protestant Christianity and it's like some people like coffee really strong and some people like it where it's just light brown water. Amen. I like mine strong. But I believe when the revival gets on, everybody's going to be strong black coffee. Amen. I believe the fire of God's going to flow and it's going to wake everybody up. Amen. That's his will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why have just a little bit of Jesus when you can have it all? Amen. Why have just a little dab, do you? And who knows where the cutoff line is of what's really saved and what's not saved. I believe that this word ought to uh, be alive and be a blessing to us. Amen. 1 Peter 4 and 7. But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore be serious and watchful in your prayers. And above all things have fervent love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sins. Hallelujah. Have a fiery love for one another. Amen. Because love covers a multitude of sins. Amen. And, you know, I've had to tell people in different times, you know, uh, I've had people who didn't like uh, uh, somebody coming in their family by marriage and stuff. And, you know, li listen, that, that, the one that's from your loins loves this other person. And they're dead set on it. And you, if you love them, you're going to have to get over this. And you're going to have to get your head around it. And, and fiery love will. Amen. And fiery love will. And I've seen, you know, cases turn around where the, where the uh, one who looks like he's everybody's choice, oh, he's wonderful, we want him in our family, and they turned out to be a big old rat, and the one that nobody wanted turned out to be the, the knight in shining armor. Amen, like Andrew. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. We wanted Andrew. We approved. Hallelujah. But you know what I'm saying? But if you love your family... You 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 gotta you gotta love people, amen. Or if unless it is not God's will, and don't get mad at me, nobody. I love you, and I'm trying to help you. It is not God's will for you to be a child of God and have a close blood relative that you can't speak to, amen. And if you have to eat a bunch of crow, pray about it, amen. If you have to apologize, you 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 just can't do that. Just like just like you know, 
missed his daddy getting ready to go to heaven. How would that, how would that be if, if somebody you loved like that and you wasn't on speaking terms and now they're dead? Amen. Thank God I love my grandparents. Amen. And was in good standing with them. But there, there's people, I've been to funerals. You know, I've been to funerals where people wouldn't even talk to each other. Amen. And just, just so hateful and mean. Amen. And supposed to be Christians. I'm just telling you that don't line up with the Bible. You got to deal with it what you want to. Amen. I'm just the messenger boy. Amen. Have fiery love one for another. Above all, have fervent love. That means fiery, zealous love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sins. It's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, we lived in Denver and uh, uh, the devil was always trying to get me in trouble. I didn't mean to be mean. It was just, it was just the devil trying to destroy me. But there was a little neighbor boy, and he was older than me. But he, I was a little bit bigger than him, I'll admit. But he was the smart mouthest thing you'd ever, you, you'd, you'd ever laid eyes on. I mean, he had, he had a mouth on him, and, and, and he would, you know, pick and taunt and, and always had stuff stirred up on the bus. And uh, one day I just had enough. I just had enough. And uh, I told him, so when we get off the bus, this, 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 you know, you push me too far. And so we got off the bus and I hit him one time. I hit him one time, overhand right. Hit him right on the jaw, knocked him down. Whole face got all red and puffy. And, and uh, uh, he went home crying and I guess his mama told my mama that I beat her son up. And Mama, this is what I heard. She said, I don't believe my son would do that. And there was some, some other meanness that I got into too that was worse than beat. The kid needed to be beat up. I mean, truthfully. And, and we got along great after that. We got along great after that. Uh, but she said, my son wouldn't do anything like that. We ought to love each other so much that if somebody come telling something on us, we'd say, I just don't believe that. I just don't believe that. I just don't believe that they would do that. Love covers a multitude. Amen. And it does. Amen. And, and uh, you just learn to forgive. And it's, see, if you, if, if you hold on to it, it's going to hurt you. And you just have to learn to let it go. Amen. The Passion Translation says, uh, verse 8, Above all, constantly echo God's intense love for one another. For love will be a canopy, a canopy over a multitude of sins. It's a covering like an umbrella. The Amplified says, Above all things have intense and unfailing love for one another, for love covers a multitude of sins, forgives and disregards the uh, offenses of others. Glory to God. Uh, I want to give you, yeah, we got a little bit of time. I want to give you five things uh, that will help you in your love walk. Five things to do uh, that'll make a difference for you. Amen. I want to love, uh, you know, and and I want to I want to be full of God's love. You know, they said Smith Wigglesworth uh, stepped on a train car that was full of people, and conviction fell, and they all recognized the anointed and the anointing on him, and they all got saved. I heard that one factory owner had 200 employees in the building wanted Smith Wigglesworth to come and talk. 
he come in and he started speaking. And all 200 of them got saved. He was just so full with the love of God. Now, now when he was preaching, he made people mad because he would call out the devil and stuff. And he was bold and harsh. And he'd hit people and, and, and uh, uh, fuss at unbelief. But, at, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't as famous as he is now when he was alive because he offended some people. I saw Dr. Summerall one time. Uh, he said, this prayer line is for this. Now, if you've been in this prayer line, don't get in another prayer line because this anointing's for something else. Well, some sweet little old lady, she got, she got out of one prayer line and, and went around and got in this other one. And he said, didn't I just pray for you? And she said, well, yes. And he said, didn't I say not to get up in here again? And he said, ushers, take her away. I'm not praying for her. And you know, some of them saints have almost got puffed up over that. He wasn't mean to her. But, but you, you understand, if you, if you get instructions from the man of God, if you've been in the prayer line, don't get back in this other prayer line. I've already prayed for you. Amen. If this isn't you, don't get in this prayer line. Amen. And, and uh, uh, it got quiet there for a while. Hallelujah. Sometimes when the anointing's on you, people are misunderstand you. But uh, he had love and compassion, praise God, and did great and, uh, great and mighty things. But people didn't love Smith Wigglesworth, really, until he was gone. And the fame and all the story, you know. Uh, but he did have so much love, people recognized it. I, I, just want, I just want the love of God to radiate from me. Amen. And, and to help reach people. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want my grandchildren to think I'm the greatest thing that ever was because I'm full of the love of God, and I want it to influence them. Amen. They want to know Grandpa's God. Amen. They want to walk with God like Grandpa. Amen. Number one, uh, and Mark Hankins recently talked about this and did great, and you can go back and find those messages, but... Uh, Read 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8 every day. And, and we, will, we, will, we will close this service out by saying it corporately together. But say that. God's loving me. God's loving me is working in me. God, don't, don't say I'm Irish and I got a temper. And, and that's just the way I am. I tell it like it is. You know, you may not. That's not what the Bible says for Christians to do. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be Irish on both sides. Pure. Amen. But that don't mean you got the right to not be like Jesus. Amen. Now you got Jesus in your blood. Amen. Hallelujah. I still love you. Amen. I'm preaching on me too. Glory to God. So read 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 8 daily. And uh, number two is train yourself. Be prepared to think and speak only good things about people. Now, now, you know, Grandpa got that down and ingrained that. He always said, if you can't say something good about somebody, don't say nothing at all. Amen. And, and uh, I mean, if you really look at the motive behind saying something bad about somebody, then you realize that that's not from God. Amen. If it's to make you look better, amen. If putting somebody down to bring yourself up never works, Amen. So number two is think and speak only good things about people. First Peter 4 and 8 says, and above all things, have that fiery love. Love will cover a multitude of sins. Uh, 
find something good to say. Number two, I mean, number three is let God help. Amen, or, or take a time out. Hallelujah. Uh, Ephesians 4.26 says, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. So uh, there were times when actually, really, I have to say my kids were pretty good and didn't have a whole lot of trouble out of them. But there were times uh, you don't need to deal with them when you're angry, especially when they're little, when you're, because they can't understand your anger. And then you'll say things they can't understand. Amen? So take a little time and meditate. You know, I think the, the, the world says count to ten. You know, and think about before you jump on them in anger. Amen, because, you know, you'll, you'll scare them and make them afraid of you in the wrong way, and it's just not, it's just not the way it's supposed to be. Uh, uh, so let God help. Take time out and wait on God a minute, you know, and think about what you're going to say. Sometimes you do have to deal with stuff, but pray and ask God to give you wisdom on, on, on how you do it. But this, let me, let me address this. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, and neither give place to the devil. I've heard a lot of different things about this, and and uh, uh, you know I I I've always taught people when they got married, you know, uh, never go to never go to bed mad at each other. Amen. Always make up before you go to sleep, and and don't be don't be I'm going to sleep on the couch or I'm going to go to my mother's house or all that. You know, learn not to do that. Learn to deal with that. But this says, be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, uh, nor give place to the devil. Now, the devil's the one who's wanting to get us upset. But giving place to the devil means letting him have his way. Right? Giving place to the devil would be letting him have his way, which would be making us angry, or it, it could even be making us sick or broke or whatever. But this says, be angry. It says, be angry. So Andrew Womack, and, and I've got his commentary, and I like what he says. He says, be angry and do not sin, and do not let the sun go down on your wrath. He said that means to be angry at the devil and do not sin, uh, and don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Never stop being angry at the devil. Amen. And, and boy, we could use that because we let him off easy all the time. We let him off easy all the time. So he said, be angry. People are going to hell. The, 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 the world's in the shape it's in because of the devil and people that are un, under the influence of the devil. Amen? So number three is let God help. Time out. Number four is to pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in other tongues. Jude 20 says, but you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Uh, and then the scripture we read earlier, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto e e eternal life. <coughs> and then lastly, number five, remember that faith works by love. You're going to have to have a good love walk for faith to work if you want the things that you're believing to come to pass. You're going to have to uh, be mindful of your love walk. So we're going we're gonna to go to... Uh, 1 Corinthians 13, and make a confession. And you can just repeat after me, and I'm just, I'm just putting it where we're at, and we'll, we'll, we'll close out with this. So I'll, I'll say a phrase, give you a chance to say it, and then I'll 
go on, and then you repeat after me. God's love in me endures long and is patient and kind. God's love in me is never envious or boils over with jealousy. God's love in me is not boastful or vainglorious. God's love in me does not display itself haughtily. God's love in me is not conceited. God's love in me is not rude. God's love in me does not act unbecomingly. God's love in me does not insist on its own rights or its own way. God's love in me is not self-seeking. God's love in me is not touchy or fretful or resentful. God's love in me takes no account of the evil done to it. God's love in me does not rejoice at injustice or unrighteousness. God's love in me rejoices when right and truth prevail. God's love in me bears up under anything and everything that comes. God's love in me is ever ready to believe the best of every person. God's love in me hopes fadeless under all circumstances. That's, that's so good. God's love in me endures everything. God's love in me never fails. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Father, we just ask you to help us. We want to love like you love. We want to uh, please you and honor you in all that we do. We just believe you're helping us. We believe your word will not return into you void, but will, it will accomplish uh, those things which you propose for it to accomplish. In Jesus' mighty name, everybody said amen and amen. We'll see you Sunday.